0: Spilled bubble tea with andrea james Louie and adam lynn cheers me special Bali edition yeah. inspire Bali pole retreat it's been a good time
1: yes I'm, <laughs> this is what we're doing here right i'm running a retreat here and you know on the last day we decided to film a podcast because this is the last time we'll be spend, spending time together in person
0: maybe until next year because i'm going to canada soon
1: oh yeah true yeah yeah
0: but Topic for today, mm-hmm. we are here to talk about judging.
1: Judging, I judge you, judging. honey. I judge you for free. Okay,
0: <laughs> that was supposed to be my gavel. Did you get it? No, I need a hammer. Okay. I, need a hammer. I,
1: don't, I don't have one.
0: All right, let's kick off this chat. I want to know what have been your favorite competitions to judge?
1: Oh, okay, that's hard. The most recent one I judged was Po Icon, that was fun.
0: Oh yeah. Mm. So, Pool Icon has only been two years running, and yes. the first year, yes. the first year he won. He's too modest to say, so I have to brag <laughs> for him. He won. You should go look it up on YouTube. Is it on YouTube? I have no idea. It's He put it on
1: YouTube. It's on my... Facebook. No, on my Instagram, on I think.
0: Instagram. Yeah. No, I feel like I watched it on YouTube. But it is the most joyful performance. And he won the inaugural poll icon. So you should go watch it. And then usually what happens is when you win next year, you get invited back as a judge.
1: Yes. So yeah, I got to judge, uh, judge this year. Alongside Felix K and Louis from Singapore. And also King, Queen uh, Kong. Oh. Yes. Pretty exciting. That was fun.
0: Queen Kong. So I feel like uh, Poli Icon has been really good. This is two years running, they've gotten some amazing drag queens. Mm. Queen Kong is a stunning, stunning, we were at Adelaide Fringe together Mm. and just like her ability to schmooze. She's mm. one of those people where when I first met her, she acted like she knew me, but I knew she didn't know who I was. <laughs> but it's that, that sort of feeling <laughs> makes you feel like, oh my god, I'm with somebody who matters. Oh, people like so that are cute. really special. Yeah. So, Queen Kong, yeah. look her up. She's well.
1: really sweet.
0: Stunning eyes. Um, so, yeah,
1: it was good. It was a great competition because, you know, for Paul Icon, there, there's no rules. And for Paul Performer, it's a dream. Because you can do whatever you want so it's great because the criteria is not really set it's not as strict so basically you you enjoy the show while while you're judging you're not looking at things that but how do you judge a show
0: that has no criteria is it does it really just come down to subjective what do you like what do you like what do you like yes and no,
1: because Obviously, for pole icon, this whole competition is based on like performance, mm-hmm. so it's classic showgirl style not really showgirl style, it could be anything, but it's like, yeah,
0: yeah, it's entertainment, it's, it's entertainment, not like, yeah. And I think when you get a judging panel that is varied like that, like mm-hmm. Queen Kong is a drag queen, your Taiwanese Australian champion, who is the third judge? Uh, Felix Kang. Uh, Felix Kane, well, iconic, legendary. Mm-hmm. Was there a fourth judge? We have Louis from Singapore. Yeah, so you've yes. got a diversity of cultures, you've got a diversity of styles, because Felix is also Circus du Soleil, right? Yes. So she has something different that she looks for outside of just competition. Mm-hmm. And she's she was also like a technical dancer before mm-hmm. pole dancer. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas, and you're a street dancer, so you've got a lot of diversity. Mm. Yeah, it's good. Good judging mm-hmm. panel. Um, but yeah,
1: so what was the question? That was my favourite, I hated it And why? Because, because I just the said freedom? it, because there's, <laughs> <laughs> there's, no, there's freedom, the, freedom it. the freedom <laughs> of it doing whatever you want and obviously at this level a poll, de- uh, no, poll icon at that level, the technical aspect of the you know, skill is like literally um, you, high, it's high Everyone's so talking. you don't need judging criteria from that because you just expect, perf- not perfect, but you know the standard is there so everybody has high technique up there
0: but how do you compare the apples (laughs) and oranges where like for example you get someone like and i don't think these people were competing but like let's say you have beth Mm -hmm. finley who's an Mm ex-gymnast who's like doing craziest flips and shit competing against felix kane Mm -hmm. who's you know wrapping her legs around her face Mm -hmm. like how do you compare those because they're such different skills Mm
1: What I would say is, when you are watching all the performers on PoIcon, everybody is very different, but it's the show that will catch your eyes, you know? It's the overall show, overall performance that give you the, I don't know, sometimes give you chills. Give you, yeah, the shiver, and you be like, wow. You, when the f- performance ends, if you feel like, wow, that was a show, then you just kind of know. Mm. that was a show but that will become very subjective and then that's why uh, how we come down to every judges take notes you know it comes down to like okay this person even though they all have this wow well factors which one stood up more you know that's how it down yeah here. yeah
0: i think uh, what it sounds like is the judging criteria for poll icon mm-hmm. is je ne sais quoi yes which is french for i don't know what but it's like when you watch someone and you're just like Moi they've got that je ne sais quoi some people call it x factor mm-hmm. and it's like yeah you don't need to give performers of this caliber a list mm-hmm. to say check these boxes mm-hmm. because they're just checking the boxes yeah
1: everybody is a package at that level so it just depends on like what how original you are or you know things
0: like that but yeah when you guys chose the winner for this year was there a lot of debate about it or was it a real clear wait is this too like oh this, this is very like on the nose, we were just, like, on the nose. It. let's move <laughs> on to the next competition yes. Okay. Let's, <laughs> let's, talk, let's actually we'll make it more broad yeah. um but for competitions in general that you've judged how yeah. often has there been a clear unanimous winner uh yeah a couple times a couple times out of how many though because like you You've judged a lot. I can't just count, okay? It, it's <laughs> only Ballpark. 8 a.m. I, I need to break up my calculator. And be yeah. like 0.47 percent of the time. There's been a unit. I can't. I can't. I can't do math.
1: But uh, <laughs> yes, in a lot of stay heat, um, I judged a lot of Miss um, Poland's uh, stay heat and also APC stay heat. Those in a smaller com- competition, you can see, like more clear.
0: Yeah, smaller competition, like, because I've mostly judged a lot of studio comps, amateur comps, Mm -hmm. like amateur semi-pro. I haven't judged any professional comps Mm because I'm still competing. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I don't know. Usually what happens is there's a clear few front runners, Mm. and then it's the judge's subjective opinion of like, oh, I like this dance style, or Mm -hmm. I'm really impressed by this flexibility. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's so subjective. It is, but it can also
1: be anything because you know it for example if they all the competitors are all on the top they have like all the they're all really good in artistic element in their performance then it will come down to technique yeah. but if they all have a really great technique then right. it come down to their artistic expression
0: yeah whereas yeah. i find in the lower level of competition sorry did you say oh, my listening skills are hurting at a high level everyone's got high technique so you're winning by artistic merit but when you're at the lower level of the no, competition. it depends on that one competition if at this batch of
1: competitors the top three for example the top three they're all really great dancer, really good performer really good musicality then it will come down to their technique mm. then if these top three have all have really great technique you know great gymnastic uh, of no, uh, no what is that acrobatic element then it will come down to the artistic, uh, artistic.
0: Oh, speaking of acrobatic elements, I had this funny conversation with Megan Blyzak and Joanna Little Johnson when we were all performing at Australian Pole Art, and um, we were talking about handstands, and Blazek, because Blazek's an uh, ex gymnast as well, she's like, I'm not going to score someone high for doing a handstand. I was
1: holding for like three minutes.
0: Yeah, whereas me and Joe are like, no, we still consider handstands to be impressive, but because she's got that background, she's like... She's like, no, I don't care about handstands. I'm not impressed. Mm. Um, and but then also at the same time because she's. I don't know how many months postpartum, she showed up at that competition and was like, oh, I'm only doing easy stuff. Mm -hmm. I watched her run through and it's like, flip, 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 (laughs) because for her, that is the easy stuff. Yeah, Yeah, and this is, again, where it comes down to the subjective nature. So I think in addition of looking at the criteria of a particular competition, you also have to look at who the judges are. Mm -hmm. Like, is your judge an ex-gymnast, or Mm -hmm. is your judge an ex-ballerina, or is your judge, (laughs) an actor who wishes she was doing theater. <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay, tell me some- Oh, no, I'm just gonna tell you. I was gonna ask you what were some harrowing experiences in the judges' deliberating room. Okay. But, wait, okay. Should I, I ask you that? No, I'm, I'm, I just asked myself that. I was gonna ask you, but I'm gonna answer. That's okay. There was we one time I was judging- Wait, restart again. No, I'm not editing this. <laughs> so we're just, you're getting all the background deliciousness. <laughs> okay. Um, one time I was judging a, a comp and the judges had all agreed on first, second, third place. And then when we were standing side stage to like give the presents, the mm-hmm. presents, the gifts, the prizes, the host accidentally swapped first and second place. I think maybe it wasn't written. The handwriting wasn't clear on the paper or mm-hmm. something like that. And we, we all, the judges looked at each other because we knew it was backwards, yeah. but it har- had already been announced to the whole audience so we just went with it and the, oh! the first and second place girls they were friends with each other they were so happy for each other they had no idea <gasps> that we had marked them opposite <sighs> um That's and like a miss universe yeah. moment. I well i mean but in Miss universe they corrected it right away whereas for us we were like let's not take this moment away and and let's not create confusion so we just mm. But and they were quite close, but it was mm-hmm. a very clear moment where we were like, that was not what we intended. That is not good. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh no, God. this this next uh oh, I had another one I was judging where we broke for intermission mm-hmm. and all of the judges had gone backstage um just because intermission's like twenty minutes long. Mm-hmm. And they started the second half before we were back in our seats. Ooh. Yeah, so for Who the first that? I can't can't tell you who. Oh, Um, I really want to know. But what happened was uh, we heard the music start, so we all ran side stage, Uh, but I'm very short, right? And so I couldn't actually see the performer. Um, Two of the four judges saw from side stage, um, and that person ended up winning a prize that night. Mm -hmm. We just took their word for it. We took the tall judge's word for it that... It was a, a really worthwhile performance, mm-hmm. and then after that performance, we ran back to our seats and continued judging for the rest of the night. But, you know, these experiences sometimes the organization is not ideal. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Yeah, that's not cool. Have you had experiences like that?
1: I I couldn't think of one right now. I don't think so.
0: Okay, I had one other really bad. Okay,
1: tell experience. us. We'd we like to hear that. Okay.
0: Okay, so those ones, those one were were competitions. They were amateur competitions, but like in a proper theater, they invested a lot into into like putting that together for their competitors. Mm-hmm. Um, I just did another studio comp. So obviously, when you're doing a competition in studio, there's already more of an informal feel. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the performers had like one of those popper streamers.
1: Oh yeah.
0: I got shot Competing? in the eye. Yeah, I got mm-hmm. shot in the eye, and it was right at the start of her performance. <laughs> And so I immediately put my pen down because I was, I was actually pissed off. Mm. I was pissed off, not at the performer, not even at the organizers, but I was really pissed off that there's not enough emphasis on how to use props Mm. responsibly. Mm -hmm. Um, Not just in terms of like, make it make sense in your performance, but how to do it safely. Yeah, for sure, safety always uh,
1: comes we life. should do
0: another talk about how to how to put together a show in a yeah. way that's safe but also makes sense Okay, maybe we'll do
1: that in our Spill the Bubble Tea After Dark oh. recap on YouTube So you can watch us doing all the things in a video, okay? Because now you can only hear us um, but No, yeah.
0: they can watch us too on Spotify Please
1: don't, that's weird uh, Just come to YouTube, thank you
0: <laughs> Nice plug, nice plug We have a new segment mm. What else do you want to share about judging
1: um one thing i want to share is there were times that uh, organizer asking the judges say if you have coached one of the competitors uh do you think this is fair um obviously yes and no um in this situation because people need to work and a lot of us as a judge, we also need to teach classes private private to make money, you know? So a lot of time that happens and for other competitors they might think it's not fair. But from a perspective, what I think is that if this competition is going to do in this state, they should have someone else outside of the state. Even though they can do online. But just that just comes down to judges' integrity. But i feel like it's fair to have judges that are from different states or just Mm -hmm. different places just so you don't know the competitor that well you know
0: yeah and you get some more uh, objective yeah exactly uh, feedback like in melbourne i definitely judged comps where i had coached people who were competing but since i've moved to queensland Mm -hmm. um i've had twice now been asked to to judge but then been like no wait you've coached so we can't have you judge Mm -hmm. um and so it kind of like forces you to make the choice, like, do I want to be a coach or do I want to be a judge? And I was really surprised, but mm. Queensland in particular, I think they had a, a specific drama in the past mm-hmm. um, that has made them very black and white about this rule, mm-hmm. where you coach, you don't judge. Mm. But I don't know what the drama was.
1: Um, wow, well, someone find out for cause, you because know, we need to steal some well, <laughs> I want
0: to know the drama. Yeah. But in that
1: case, definitely choose coaching, because you get paid more
0: yeah more consistently over time as well like for, for me whenever I'm coaching a client I would say like the ideal mm-hmm. is to do five sessions over five weeks yeah. but not necessarily the five weeks right before show like mm-hmm. maybe a couple of months in advance mm-hmm. um, but I have a lot of students who, who will start coaching right from the very beginning of their creation process Yeah, and you can tell you can tell the people who have had some outside mm-hmm. outside How? feedback yeah. Throughout the process yeah yeah um whereas you can tell people who've kind of created in a vacuum and then maybe last minute been like hey put some finishing touches mm-hmm. but if the foundation of your show is like a little bit shaky yeah then that coaching is too late yeah exactly listen. exactly oh actually another thing that i noticed mm-hmm. when judging Sometimes when you watch a competitor, you can tell who coached them, mm. because you can see their coach's choreography, mm. and I don't like that.
1: I don't like that either. Yeah. yeah. A lot of time, I will like give choreography to them, and then I will ask them to do it in, on their own time, and then come back to me in like, probably a week or two, just so you can see the difference, yeah. and that's, that's how it should be.
0: Yeah, I've, I've had students ask me to choreograph for them, and I said no. Mm. We can create together, but it'll be yeah. based, based on your movement style, your movement patterns, mm-hmm. and then I'll, I'll give like transitional and technique things, mm-hmm. but
1: yeah. That's fair. I don't know.
0: But I, I know some coaches who will full be like, here's your show, copy it.
1: Yeah, that's just... A weird about that. No. that is purely for competition, I guess. It's not really... If you're a true performer, you will not do that.
0: Well, it's like, bring it on. you show up to the cheerleading competition and two people have the exact same routine i don't think i remember that movie i'm sexy i'm cute i'm popular to boot we're from different era you know Um, well we're from different eras different countries but also uh we're gonna have to educate you on some of these classic films
1: i simply know them but i just couldn't remember it because i was like you know
0: a child. He was a baby in the world. No, like, I we're, we're gonna put up a poll and be like, "Who's seen Bring It On? Yes or no?" Right. And let's just see that. That's gonna give us an, an age demographic. Oh no! <laughs> well,
1: well, it's fine because I are not who you are. So that's okay. fine.
0: Oh, I found out who the one person voted. Like, who's who's Can not a poll dancer. Answer? It was my sister. Oh,
1: that's <laughs> cute. That's right.
0: Are you done? I still have so much tea left. Girl, I'm like, okay, here. I'm fidgeting. You like suck it down. Yeah,
1: when I'm fidgeting, I'll just like finish it. Do you anyway. need some more tea?
0: As a judge, if you were to create a cheat sheet on how to win a competition, mm-hmm. what would your cheat sheet say? Well, personally,
1: I will follow the criteria, okay? I
0: never look at the criteria. That's why I never win anything. But that's okay,
1: that's just you, you know? Yeah, It depends on what your goal is. Like, if you're here to enjoy the show, then be like Andrea. And if you want to like win competitions,
0: (laughs) and... I did QPC and I spent 90 seconds faffing around in my Mulan robe. Like, how do you think I scored?
1: (laughs) I love that though,
0: but because... Because he made my robe.
1: No, not just that, because it's, you know, it's supposed to have artistic and like storytelling Mm -hmm. elements in that competition. So I think that makes sense. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but usually I'll follow the criteria, and it really depends on the judges. Cause for me, like I would judge based on the criteria. If other judges not following that, I kind of will like mention about the criteria. So then they will be like, oh wait, there is a criteria. I'm like, yeah, right.
0: Yeah, you know, as so I have two distinct sides to my personality because as a judge, I'll follow the criteria mm. very stringently. Mm-hmm. But as a performer i actually like rebel against criteria Mm -hmm. it's like oh you want me to wear shoes Fuck you um but as a coach but that's rules that's not criteria oh okay make the distinction what's the difference between rules and criteria well from
1: my understanding is that criteria is this they give you like you know the artistic elements the technical
0: technical elements
1: yeah technical elements and then also what
0: Well, we just looked at the APC.
1: Yeah. And they'll have like endurance and stuff like that. And also like expector. So it comes down to that because based on the criteria, you know, all the technique already goes into that. And then for the artistic elements, that's where you can have like subjective opinion in that.
0: Whereas the rules are actually no. Okay. I think no distinction. It's like the rules. Your music can't be longer than this. You can't show your butthole. (laughs) (laughs) Why not? Different competition, that's a different show. Okay, yeah, yeah, I understand what you're saying about criteria and rules. Yeah,
1: so follow those things, you know. A lot of people literally come to the competition, they literally nail the criteria, but they, somehow, the music is too long.
0: I'm like, what are you doing, (laughs) Mike? Actually, okay, I was really surprised by this, um, the most recent competition I did. I was really surprised by how many competitors' music Faded out at the end, mm. and I know there's no criteria, you're not going to win points for having better music than mm-hmm. somebody else, um, but if you have a really good cut of music, it can contribute to that wow factor. Oh definitely, because definitely. every time when someone music is
1: cut off, I'm like, because my hand is
0: still writing,
1: and I, my eyes are like watching, and it just pulls, I'm like, what? You know what I mean? Yeah, you
0: want like you want to finish with a button or a bang. Or yeah. Like, a, like yeah. A, I'm done.
1: Is that good? Just give me a clear ending. You know, not just like, is this
0: finished? Yeah, like yeah. an anticlimactic sort of petering out, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, you gotta, there's so many elements you gotta be savvy with, right, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. with the music editing, the costume, mm-hmm. the props, it's a just whole, make your props make sense. Yeah,
1: it's a whole nother <laughs> a whole other episode, episode that episode. we can do based just based on competition, how to be a competitor in a competition.
0: We've mentioned so many topics now that this podcast is going to have to run for years to come to cover all the topics that we want to talk about. Wow, yes. Yeah.
1: So please listen so then we will have the motivation to keep going.
0: Okay! <laughs> okay! Yeah. Um, one of the first poll workshops I ever did was with Cleo the Hurricane. Mm. Um, And I loved it so much. It was a trick workshop. Mm -hmm. I loved it so much, I immediately signed up for her next workshop and Mm -hmm. I didn't even know what it was. But it was about stage peasants. Mm -hmm. She basically had, well, this was back then, she had a formula for Mm -hmm. how to win Miss Pole Australia Mm -hmm. and she won twice. And I think the time that she competed against Felix Kane and Felix won, she was like within half a point Mm. of Felix's score. So Mm -hmm. she's a very high level Miss Pole Dance Australia competitor. Mm -hmm. And her formula was something like you must always enter from side so and then you must always come forward you must always remove a robe or a piece of clothing Mm -hmm. then and she had a really strict formula and it it started out as an experiment yeah I think she was like oh this seems to be what people who have won have Mm -hmm. been doing Mm -hmm. and so then she was like I'm gonna make a formula try Mm -hmm. it she won try it again she won. Mm. Tried it again, and I think Jed and Jordan did the same formula, mm. and they like tied or something like that. Oh, I don't remember yeah, the history yeah, exactly, maybe. right? But there was a time when Jed and Theo. Yeah, Cleo they, were,
1: they were in the same opening show. So they must place the previous year.
0: Yeah, yeah, there's, I don't remember the exact details, and I don't even remember what the formula was, but I do remember mm-hmm. that, show your entrance, because she, her logic was like, you gotta walk out on stage anyway, mm-hmm. so make that the yeah. grand thing, mm-hmm. and then she was always really elaborate with costumes as well, so mm-hmm. she was like, making a big reveal, mm-hmm. and she's used lights and lasers and all mm-hmm. sorts of stuff, and... It hasn't always panned out because when you have all those technical elements, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. rely on a team. Yeah. To get it to get it
1: right. Mm. I guess like back then, yes. I don't know. Like these days, anyone can win. I think
0: honest. these days the yeah. formula is different. It's
1: very different. But I think probably.
0: there is still a formula.
1: One thing that I will say is that if you can do a show on your own, that literally is so effortless that has all the wealth factor, that you will definitely win because if you need to rely on big props 10 backup dancers i don't think honey
0: but again it's like you got to make that stuff make sense yeah
1: make it Uh, make sense or don't use them yes yeah
0: because there is definitely a way where a confetti cannon can really heighten a moment of celebration Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but if you are not creating that celebration to begin with
1: and shoot shoot you in the eyes don't us, shoot right?
0: anyone in the face <laughs> oh yeah. using weapons as props that's another pet peeve of mine because weapons
1: why but i really want to do a britney one. The knife
0: <laughs> <goes>. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god yeah <laughs> but you, you know the funny thing about this okay when yeah. it comes to how to use weapons right yeah. we're taught to to treat weapons as a dangerous something with danger uh and and value Mm -hmm. and so if you're waving a gun around Mm -hmm. like joker does this in the dark night and he's like scratching his head with the barrel he seems insane because we accept the inherent danger of the weapon Mm -hmm. and so the video of britney spears with the knives we a lot of people assume they're real knives and so it makes her seem crazy Mm -hmm. but it's like if you don't have that um that suspension of disbelief where you're like, oh, that's actually a dangerous object, mm-hmm. then you won't care. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, you have to create that danger first, mm-hmm. and then you act crazy with it. Yeah. But if you never create that danger, mm-hmm. which is the problem, most people are like, they have something precious or dangerous on stage, but they don't create the value. They just mm. assume the audience is gonna give it to me because I have it. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. no, you have to earn it, you yeah. have to do the setup, mm-hmm. and then if you wanna break what you've created, you have to create sense. it first. Yeah. yeah, that
1: makes sense No, for Britney, why it looks scary is for me is because I watched a YouTube Not a YouTube, a TikTok of this makeup transition, they were using a knife And this girl was doing the ta-ta-ta And then she accidentally went too far and it sliced her, like, literally her like eyebrows open I'm like, no, if you're gonna do a TikTok, just use a fake knife, bitch Bitch? Yeah <laughs> So, oh, anyway, and also it promotes, like, danger to the people Yeah you know, A lot of people are young but watching these and they think it's fine
0: I think we also have a real uh, problem distinguishing um, real reality mm-hmm. from fiction
1: well everything on internet is fiction but everybody believe it is true
0: sometimes even people in real life are fiction
1: I know I am fiction to be honest I'm actually not here I'm AI-generated <laughs> that's stupid <laughs> uh okay cool
0: back to judging as a competitor i've never cared no that's really disrespectful it's not that i don't care about the judge's opinion it's that i always have like a really clear idea of the show i want to create Mm. i mean and again it's because i'm a theater school kid where they used to like they trained us Mm -hmm. to have something to say or like and for me it's not like I have a a message that I'm preaching Mm -hmm. a lot of the times when I create a show I'm like oh I want you to have fun watching this I want Mm -hmm. you to feel like your $80 was worth it Mm -hmm. because you're seeing something that's different from everybody else Mm -hmm. so like if everybody else is like doing beautiful lyrical contemporary style I'm going to do something else that's really crazy Mm -hmm. um and but now more and more I feel like everyone is doing these Everyone's doing a lot of like, cosplay movie characters, which was, has always been like my favorite thing, okay. which makes me want to do the opposite. Mm. Now I'm like, oh, I want to like, I don't know, just whatever the opposite of that is. Yeah,
1: I mean, the opposite of that is uh, doing the character, the front of the movie or whatever, but do it good. <laughs> don't just come out in the dark Vader thing and then wave the Zero. lightsaber around and Zero. put it away and, and then do Rainbow Machenko. Like what?
0: I mean if you can do a Rainbow Marchenko, you'll score some points for that. But if you bring a lightsaber on stage and then you just throw it on the floor, we'll know that the lightsaber was never that precious to you. Exactly. Lightsaber is a deadly weapon and you must treat it as such.
1: To be honest, I don't know what that is because I don't watch what of that movie It but
0: it was kind of before me as well. Star <laughs> I get there. Star Wars. I'm more Star Trek. Which well, is about what's that? peace and exploration. It's not about war and politics. Okay. okay. Cool. Cool story. Well, I actually this is another important thing for the people who do like to do pop culture references in their shows. Mm. It's really important to have an understanding of which references are gonna mm. land. Yeah. Based on a variety of audiences. Yes, exactly. Um, You have to make sure if you're if you're doing some obscure thing that you're really passionate about, Mm -hmm. it's good that you're really passionate about it, but again, you need to create the setup. Mm -hmm. So that the audience is with you yes because you don't want to just Very take funny. like one audience member with you you want to take everyone with yes, you yes exactly also a
1: lot of time i would judge based on the audience uh, reaction. reaction as well because one thing that i don't like is when a competitor is looking at me because a lot of time they put judges right from the stage i do not like the audience to uh, no the competitors to dance for me Yes, You are here for the audience, not for the judges, okay? We are here to observe and judge a skill, yes, but you are not here for us. You know what I mean?
0: But uh, I've heard the opposite from some some people who judge, and this is why it's so important to know who your judges are and mm-hmm. what your judge is like. I also hate being personally engaged with mm-hmm. as any kind of audience member or judge, mm-hmm. but um, some people love to feel like they're the center of attention mm-hmm. and so that eye contact can really do it for some people just not these people
1: No, not for me I mean like, it depends on the competition if it's like a... for Icon, it's fine because it's fun, you know um, They, they are, most of the competitors knows how to engage with the whole audience not just the judges, so that's fine but a lot of like smaller competitions people have with, no, they just want to win so they will just do everything they can to try to impress the judges but you gotta remember for me, pole dance is a perform- performing art and it's for the audience, you
0: know? But you also think about it like let's say you're going on a first date and you really want the date to like you, you cannot deadlock eye contact yeah, for exactly. extended periods you're because they will feel them. weird. You have to ignore them or freak them out. Yeah. Sometimes if you're too intense on stage, everybody sort of leans away. Yeah. Right? You wanna be the performer on stage that everyone leans into. hmm
1: Mm. You want to bring us into your world. Yeah. Not trying to, I don't know, put your put your things in my face.
0: Yeah, you're you're not like thrusting it. You're not knocking door to door to be like, hey, want to buy my pyramid scheme, Arvon. (laughs) <laughs> you want people to come to you, and mm. so you just have to create the space mm-hmm. and invite people in, mm-hmm. and it's up to them whether whether or not they ride your roller coaster. Mm, exactly. And also, them.
1: if you want to win something, you want to win the audience's hearts because they are the ones gonna pay for you. If you eventually want to do workshop or do all that stuff, they are the people.
0: I like that though. You yeah. gotta win their hearts. It's not mm. about intellectual appeal. Mm. You gotta
1: win their. Exactly
0: It's very soulful It is That's why for me it will always be an art And and I don't care about the sport Mm. I appreciate both
1: I just like the combination of both Because it's exciting It's not just boring You know?
0: Yeah. Yeah I think in terms of the athletic side of it what excites me is when I see something new or surprising Mm -hmm. or unexpected Mm -hmm. so if it's just gonna be like bird of paradise, spatchcock, bird of paradise, spatchcock those yes are incredibly difficult, high-scoring, impressive moves Mm -hmm. but do a different transition between, do a different entrance or Mm. exit or add some flavor yeah really coordinate it with the music otherwise you will be the Fiftieth spatchcock on stage. That
1: I know night. that's just that's actually hard. There's a lot going to putting a competition piece together, and yeah, we need literally a bloody course for that. I'll tell you that. <laughs> We
0: we need courses for judges on how to judge as well. as course. Oh yes. For not not everybody
1: can... who wins competition can judge. You know.
0: That's the same thing. Not everybody who's good at pole dancing can teach.
1: I know we got a lot of feedback from that, but yeah that's true, that's just reality and people need to talk about it. Because, you I know. think all the
0: dogs in the neighborhood just came running.
1: I love the dogs. There's
0: so many cute dogs here. I know. <laughs>
1: yes.
0: We want to know, we want to know, I'm speaking for him. Um, I would like to know from our listeners, how much weight do you put in the feedback that you receive from competitions? Uh, does it heavily impact your training in the future? Does it really like hurt you? I, I've spoken to some students who have like read me their feedback and they're actually like really mm-hmm. hurt by it. Mm-hmm. I think it's important as a judge to be constructive. Mm-hmm. I find whenever I write notes that do get sent on to the competitor, I write the kind of notes that I would give to a student that I'm coaching. Yeah, Because I want it to be useful. I don't yeah. want to just be like, wow, that was awesome or mm, point your toes. It's like those things are not helpful mm-hmm. in a like, core, fundamental way that's mm-hmm. gonna make them improve in the long run. Mm-hmm. I lost my train of thought because the no, tea that's, is that's getting Yeah,
1: that's right, that's right. Also, like, have you heard of any like, stories about like, what happened in a judge's room?
0: I only know about what's happened in, in judge's rooms that I've personally been in. Mm-hmm. I remember there was one time in particular, I was on a, a judge's panel with two other people two other pole dancers who i highly highly respect and so i was like the newbie on the panel Mm -hmm. um and there was this one performer that i just loved so much her character development and storytelling was like on point it was like excellent use of costume and props and it was like everything that i love um and me and one other judge we agreed on it but the third judge was like oh but technically she was an absolute hot mess like you know she was kind of sloppy but she was dancing to very very high energy up tempo music which I know from personal experience it's harder because everything's got to be like quick 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 sharp slow mm-hmm. um, and so creating those levels is much more difficult mm-hmm. um, and this third judge was adamant like I don't see what you guys were seeing mm-hmm. uh, I thought it was just a bit of a disaster mm-hmm. but because it was so strongly two against one mm-hmm. she won Because the third judge said, you guys are very clear about why, Mm -hmm. so I'll relent. Mm. So I've had things like that happen, but it was a very, I guess, wholesome discussion. We talked it out, we agreed in the end.
1: And that's how judges be like, you know? There's no like, no, 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 that's it. You know, you can't be like that, you don't want to be a judge. Have
0: you been on panels where someone was just really aggressively asserting their their will?
1: Not necessarily, but maybe for an organizer. Oops! Uh, have you guys heard the story that's happening in Europe right now, in Germany, of this competition? Judges just changing, not judges, the organizer changing scores to make someone a win and stuff like that.
0: That happens in Australia. I feel like you just started talking like really, really fast, like you didn't want, you just want to kind of glass over it.
1: No, I'm just saying, like there is, there is things happening like that um, in the industry, and I think it's great to talk about it because it just, you know, we don't promote behavior like that. You know? I
0: think it's tough for us to talk about it because we haven't experienced firsthand, I, but we've yeah. both heard so much secondhand yeah. feedback mm-hmm. about you know someone coming in and vetoing the mm-hmm. judge's decision, mm-hmm. and then the judges being like, well, would it, "Why am I here if you were just going to exactly?" Drink? So, like, because of
1: hearing all those stories from the past, um, that makes me, I will stand my ground. Against that, so yeah. that doesn't happen to me in when I'm judging. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I think as a judge, and you know, even just from the legal system, as the judge, you have to be able to make decisive choices. Yeah. Uh, so if you're gonna be a pushover, then what's what's the point of being a judge? Yeah. If you're wishy washy or if you're easily swayable, mm-hmm. then find another job. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> well, but isn't, isn't that the judge of it judge, exactly, judge? Exactly, exactly.
1: <laughs> but I guess it's because, you know, they were like, oh, it's a competition. It's not actually like we're in a court or whatever. But it is kind of like that. It's a competition. If you want to make it fair, then you gotta use your voice.
0: I think a lot of people are afraid of confrontation. Not afraid of... Co- I think afraid is too strong. They're yeah. avoidant. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Uh, they avoid confrontation at all costs. But it's like, the way I see it, you're not standing up for yourself, you're standing up for the competitors, mm-hmm. and you're also standing up for like the integrity of, of competitions in general. Mm-hmm. Because for me, one of the reasons that I don't put a lot of stock into the judges is because I know that there are so many different elements that mm-hmm. are coming into play that I can't feel upset mm-hmm. about a judging one way or another. And even for the awards that I have won, mm-hmm it's still the same reaction Mm. where I'm like yes I'm happy it's lovely to be acknowledged Mm -hmm. but I also know that it was like a few people's opinion on that night based on everybody who happened to be however they were on that night. It's just one moment in time. Yeah. It doesn't determine the rest of your life.
1: Definitely not like literally you finish move on to the next one.
0: Yeah because there's always next ones There
1: is. Yeah.
0: Do you have anything else you want to share about judging?
1: Be a good judge. Be a good judge. Be a good judge. If you're you're invited to judge something, be a good one, you know?
0: I would also say judging is, uh, or being judged, it only matters this much. Mm. It doesn't determine the value of you as a human being or as a pole dancer. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's just a handful of people's opinion on one moment in time. Mm -hmm. Exactly. That's great. Ah! Great. That's. Yeah, we are I, f- I feel a lot of things right now. Aww. Aww. <laughs> I think because I've seen a lot of people get upset and yeah. feel hurt. Mm-hmm. And even people that I know who have won a mm-hmm. lot of awards. And then immediately, like, they celebrate for one night. And mm-hmm. then the day after, they have this impending feeling of, like, oh, my God, imposter syndrome. Everybody else is catching up. Mm-hmm. Maybe I didn't deserve it. Mm-hmm. And it, it's like, you can't live your life that
1: way. No, you can't. Again, just... Do the thing, and move on.
0: Anyway, I really want to hear the listeners' experiences, whether it was judging or being judged. Mm-hmm. Please share with us in the comments. Yes. Send us your private messages and voice messages again, because we really love that. We love that. And also, like
1: you guys, the audience, are judges as well.
0: Yes! You are
1: giving the reactions. So tell us what you think, and like tell us what makes a competition or a performance a good one. Yeah? Yes. So what's that? Cheers to tea.
0: tea. Cheers the tea. Cheers Bye.